0: Hey, this is Devo here. I just got a quick uh, heads up for you guys. There are lots of spoilers in this episode tonight because we are talking about the debut of AEW, Wednesday Night Dynamite. Thank you for listening, and now on with the show. Uh,
1: Hello! Everybody and welcome to the Wrestle Lore podcast. I am joined as always by the list of a thousand and four holds to my Chris Jericho, (laughs) Mister Dustin Devoe. How
0: long did you think that went up?
1: Uh, Five seconds. Five seconds. Okay.
0: Okay. I didn't know if maybe you were just stewing on that one since uh, we started earlier tonight or whatever. No. uh, A lot of Chris Jericho tonight, so definitely uh, Chris.
1: And we do have a special guest with us tonight. We do have a special guest tonight. It is the lovely and talented Evan Hughes.
2: Hey, nice to meet everybody. Man about town, man about town, everyone's
0: friend in the city of Tulsa, mm-hmm. Evan.
2: Great hugs, yeah. great hugs. It if smells you're... like aftershave. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening to this, I love you, and I'll give you a hug if you meet me. Well, yeah. well hey, that's better than any other. <laughs> yeah. Tom, Tom would probably give you a hug.
0: Tom like, would do more. Than just a yeah, hug. maybe, maybe you don't want that from Tom. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta ask first, though. Uh, see what kind of mood he's in. Um, so uh, we're back. We're back. So, like, I, I, you guys will find this out on a, uh, on Monday. But uh, this is our second record of the night. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we recorded a pre AEW show, talking mm-hmm. about what AEW was and what this show, what we expected out of this show, and then now we have just watched the debut of, of AEW uh, Wednesday Night Dynamite. Wednesday, Wednesday Night Dynamite. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so we're going to give you guys our thoughts on that uh, debut. I mean, this is a historic yeah. moment in pro wrestling. We've talked about a lot of seminal moments. Now we're living through a seminal moment, and we knew it was going to be one. You yeah. know, there, there are seminal moments that are surprises, but we knew this was going to be yeah. a big moment. So uh, I guess we'll start off and just say, so what were your thoughts, guys? 7.5. 7.5 out
2: of a scale of 8.7. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think I'm going to give it a whole 8 A whole know? 8, so it's a B. Yeah, B You're
0: giving it a C Well, I guess actually on your scale It's probably like a B plus, B plus. <laughs> Yeah, yeah B plus or something like that uh, Yeah, I think uh, I think as far as debuts go My criticism up front would be It was very safe Yeah It was very, very safe um, And yeah, I would probably be in that B range Let's say 8.3 yeah. How about that? It's got it's got an eighty. It's got rooms rooms for improvement. Is yes, that's what, got. Um, but yeah, it was a good middle of the road show. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'm trying to put it in for a debut episode. I mean, it's, it's better than debut Raw. Yeah, well, yeah, but I mean, that's different time. You know, yeah. the hype for the hype for this debut versus the hype for WWE Raw back in what 1993. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, that's completely different because. Everybody just thought it was going to be like another cartoony, yeah, well, you know, so, wrestling yeah. show. Um, but I guess we should uh, talk a little bit to our guest here because we haven't had Mister Hughes on before, mm-hmm. and so Evan, <laughs> Mr. Hughes, Mr. Hughes, <laughs> <laughs> you are now a giant black man that carries a briefcase and wears <laughs> suspenders and stuff like that. Oh, I, I think so I just good. conflated Mister Hughes and viscera, though. <laughs> no, no, you didn't. Uh, yeah, well, uh, Mr. Hughes, who was he managed by? Uh, uh, Harvey Wimpleman Oh, that's right, Harvey Wimpleman, Yes, yeah, he
1: wrestled uh, Mister Perfect at uh, like King of the Ring '93.
0: Uh, see, that's why I have him, Evan. I I don't have this encyclopedic knowledge that he has. I I could help you with King of the Ring '93. Oh, you want. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Bam Bam, Bam,
2: Bam Brad Hart, uh, Doink, Razor. I think Razor. Uh, um, perfect. So uh, it's just is it just SummerSlam, <laughs> or is it
0: just <laughs> WrestleMania '9? I guess is that all it is. Yeah, essentially. yeah essentially, okay. Yeah,
1: but like... yeah, um, Mr. Hughes wrestles Mr. Perfect, and like Mr. Perfect <laughs> does like a behind-the-back towel toss, and it lands. Pardon the pun, but fucking
0: perfectly,
1: perfectly yeah. on Hughes's shoulder, and then you just see Mr. Perfect kind of yeah. smirk,
0: yeah. like he's like, "Now, eh. okay, so <laughs> this we don't have the Mr. Hughes. That would be great, though. Ooh. Odds on the, that fact that Mr. Hughes is still alive. He is. He is. He is. Okay, well, good for him. He still wrestles. All right." Uh, but we have Evan Hughes here, a uh, local Tulsa comedian, uh, a man that organizes comedy shows in Tulsa. You see him around everywhere if you're around here. He'll like every Facebook post you got. <laughs> I knew that was gonna come. Yeah, up. it's to come. <laughs> uh, it's what you know. It's one of those learning curves you have with Evan Hughes as a friend. You, you all, all, of a, all of a sudden, it yeah, yeah. It's like you'll forget about
1: it. Yeah. You'll forget about it yeah. for yeah. like a, for like three months. And then all of a sudden, you get nine notifications in <laughs> I a just, row.
0: I just want to know, like, what post he liked that just edged it up to like my most liked post for the year because you got know? you know, that one vote you, you missed one somewhere in there. But, uh, but Evan, what's your uh, what's your background with uh, watching wrestling, and
2: uh, why do you want to come do this tonight? Oh my god! Okay, so I started watching wrestling in the eighties. Okay, uh, I grew up with Hogan Warrior. Yeah, like a lot of people, and I fell in love with that. And um, I stuck around for um, all the uh, the cartoonish era. I was trying to think of what we would call that. New but, generation? Um, it was the one where they transitioned to like, they had to go against steroids for a while. And yeah, ninety three bra- to ninety six. Yeah,
0: it's called yeah, it's called the new generation. All right, I'm, I'm getting an education. Oh, well, that's yeah. I I
2: would have not remembered it. But, but new yeah. generation. Okay, I used to call it the bad era. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, it's <laughs> called it's that's called you had like Adam Bomb. It's and called Max Whoopsie. <laughs> we made a whoopsie with the needles. That was finish that was finisher. <laughs> but that was an era where I was in a minority of people that liked wrestling. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. And and then I went away from it for a while, but then it, it exploded and then so many people liked it and I was like, oh, I was just a little ahead of my time here. Yeah. And then I kind of drifted back into it like everybody did.
0: Um I I I'm kinda similar to you in that I started in the eighties. Like my mm-hmm. first vivid memory is like that I, I, I mean, I know I watched before this, but I, I remember the hell out of WrestleMania four as yeah. being like one of the um, first WrestleManias, I was super cognizant of. Um, but yeah, in that new generation era, I'd have been like 13, 14, 15. Mm-hmm. And so like, I was the one that didn't outgrow the wrestling, you mm-hmm. know, like, cause that was, there wasn't anything edgy about wrestling. So there wasn't anything to appeal to like teenagers in it. Yeah. But yeah, I remember on the schoolyard back in the day, I had one friend who had the old school big satellite dish and he would come tell us all the results of the pay-per-views cuz he could like stream like the Wrestlemanias from some by pirating some satellite signal yeah. and that's how I, it's a little bit different than today <laughs> you got to wait till the next morning and uh, go talk to your friend out on the schoolyard yeah. <laughs> to get, get that insight i just but, google that shit <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well if you were googling shit in 1986 good god that's pretty impressive But, uh, so did you stay, have you been a uh, solid fan since that, uh, the
2: nineties and attitude era, or have you dipped in and out? I'm kind of, I'm off it right now. Yeah. I I think most wrestling fans I've talked to, you know, unless you're Meltzer and you've had a consistent income from it or you're some, even people like in the business, I think have gone in and out of like watching it. Yeah. Yeah. That, that is, that is definitely true. Like, uh, you know, uh.
0: Ethan's considerably younger than we are, yeah. so his... his uh, Do you have a gap, or did you... 2008 to 2013. Okay, 2008 to 2013. I would say my gap was probably 2006 to 2009-ish, probably, mm-hmm. just because I was, I was living in Stillwater for a couple of those years and just lost touch with people, like, watch pay-per-views with and stuff, so I just yeah. didn't really pay much attention
2: to it. But.
1: Everything I rid of Jesse and Festus, I was out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: There's stuff that can happen sometimes that's so bad, like such a bad title change or a guy leaves and it's just like, you're like, I'm done. And sometimes you don't even acknowledge it in the moment. You're just, you're done, but you don't even know you are yet. Yeah.
0: And then sometimes you're like, you know, a lot of us wrestling fans that are like in a really bad relationship with someone that's very abusive (laughs) to your feelings Yeah. and they just keep Making you hurt every. <laughs> well, it's like it's like that's like, like any of us that lived through Super Cena era. <laughs> you're like you're like I'm
1: fucking done after that Royal Rumble. I'm fucking done. God and then damn you're, it! You're, and number thirty like, is John yeah. Cena. And you're you're <laughs> laying in bed and then you're like it's dark and you're cold yeah. and then you roll over and you're like hey wrestling
0: I love you <laughs> I, need, I, I need the I need
1: you I need the
0: physical soap operas back in my life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, So now This is now our um, If we're talking about Just like Super mainstream mm-hmm. With AEW tonight um, We are now on If you count We count NXT Raw and Smackdown I think Smackdown's Going to three hours We're at Ten hours Of wrestling a week now On network TV Yep mm-hmm. That's like I mean If you think about it You got Monday night Sunday night Uh Thursday night, twelve hours, and if you, you got like twenty hours of NFL in the week on TV, yeah. which is far more popular. Yeah. <laughs> not fifty million people aren't watching WrestleMania, mm-hmm. but now we got like half that is like res- devoted to wrestling, and not for like little money. Uh, SmackDown on Fox was a billion dollar deal, you know, but now we got this little new upstart AEW.
2: Uh, what did you know anything about AEW coming into this, Evan? I did. I heard about. Um, before the big uh, debut show, I'd i heard about. It. I saw the articles, and I got super interested in it because yeah. I'd been down on McMahon for years. Oh yeah, 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 and like everybody else, I was rooting for it big time. And uh, from what I've seen of it, um, what I've heard,
1: most people have uh, gone down on McMahon. <laughs> I I
2: I like like you mentioned it playing playing it safe. Yeah. Um. I think you know I like that. One one complaint wrestling fans have a lot is when stuff seems like it has no meaning or it doesn't matter. It's a swerve for a swerve. Yeah. So yeah. I like that they at least made it feel like it matters. Yeah. Yeah. Know? Uh that was
0: that was a we the way it ended definitely made me feel like, okay, this is a good way to plan this. You're because one of the uh talking about hearing about this forming and things like that, um, you know, this is a lot of this is bred out of the web series being the elite, um, mm-hmm. where the young bucks and stuff. And I think everybody out there was sort of like, "How are how are the elite going to be booked in this AEW?" Yeah, and I think we found out tonight they're going to be booked as baby faces. Yeah, uh, with this you know Chris Jericho faction with what uh, <laughs> a weird fucking oh faction. I know what a, yeah so I guess right now the Jericho faction. Uh, his Jericho Holics are, uh, yeah, Chris Jericho, yeah.
1: Santana, yeah, the other fucking Ortiz, dude,
0: Ortiz, yeah, uh,
1: Sammy Guevara, and then Jake Hager, yes,
0: who is Jack Swagger, Jack Swagger, days. Um, Jake Swagger, Jake
1: Swagger, <laughs> Jake Hager, um, <laughs> Sammy
0: Hagar, Sammy Hagar,
1: <laughs> Jake Hager, famously a Trump supporter,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, okay, so you bring up something with, with, with McMahon and, um, not liking him and stuff like that and people you know recently especially with the Saudi Arabia shows and stuff like that really not liking the politics of the McMahon family and and everything like that for the most part from what I can gather AEW is probably like in the clear on most of that political stuff you know like there's You know, like, obviously, Jack Swagger, Jake Hager, just, like, debuted, and he's a Trump guy, but that's a a wrestler, you know? You can't dictate all your employees, like, you know, beliefs. But the Khan family that owns it seems to be fairly nice. Um, Cody Rhodes and all them seem to be pretty, you know, woke to, like, Mm -hmm. trying Mm -hmm. to do the right decisions. And so, you know, you compare that to, like, Ring of Honor, which is owned by Sinclair Broadcasting and things Mm -hmm. like that, it's kind of nice to maybe have a, uh, (laughs) you know... I'm not saying I, I don't think you can equate uh, AEW or pro or anything in pro wrestling well, I mean, to like, liberalism, but, but, just like, but just like look at
1: look at the uh, makeup of the people who were in the matches tonight. Yeah, uh, you know you're Cody Rhodes, white guy. Yeah, you know uh, Sammy Guevara, uh, who is not white. Yeah, he's something. He's some, some sort know. of Spanish. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I haven't done the research on him. But uh, then um, you've got. Uh, Nyla Rose yeah. versus Rio. Yeah, there. you had a
0: transgender woman versus a Japanese a woman. A transgender
1: Native American woman there versus a
0: Japanese woman. Okay.
1: Um, then you had Ortiz. That's three
0: minorities.
1: Then you have Ortiz and Santana. <laughs> Five minorities in that match. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, I'm trying to think who else. What, what other? Uh, Puck. I mean. Yeah, he's British. He's British. Yeah, that, that you know, is, whatever. Yeah. Puck and Hangman Page, you know. Um,
0: Boy, this is going to sound bad. Was there a black guy on the show?
1: <laughs> I'm Scorpio Sky, but... Yeah, not we did res- wrestle,
0: yeah. yeah. Okay. Not, in a, not in a performer. Oh, and we, we we briefly saw Private Party.
1: Oh, We did briefly see Private Party. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: So... Um, and we also saw Lucha Bros. And Lucha Bros. So yeah, a very multicultural show, yeah. um, to mm. say the least, but still within the guise of pro wrestling.
1: But I think that's more indicative of the, you know, modern America than fucking...
0: Uh, what? <laughs> you mean modern America just isn't aging white guys? Yeah. yeah, yeah really no, they're just the people that uh, sadly run the fucking place. Yeah. Well, it's it like is... WWE, like
1: it's Orton and AJ and Finn and Seth and Brock and Braun and Bray.
2: Oh god. Well, it feels very establishment and um, yeah. you know uh, AEW doesn't even have to do a lot at this point to feel anti-establishment. They yeah. don't no, yeah. just by existing. It's like they're kind of fighting the system, which is great.
0: So, yeah, and and even the the show itself. While you know, we both we all gave it like a, basically a B, mm-hmm. and you know, it did. It had its moments. We'll go through it here in a little bit. Yeah, but even the show itself, just the way it was presented, was just like a nice alternative. Yeah. I mean, it was um, lots of long. I keep thinking shots. you're playing the meow game with me. <laughs> yeah,
1: Meow. yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> every time, every time
2: uh, Ethan goes meow yeah, on the in the podcast, take a drink at home. Yeah. <laughs> well, please don't. You will die. <laughs> well, I kind of feel like even even if you asked a lot of the people within the organization, they probably would have given themselves a B. I think they yeah. kind of knew they were putting a B out. Well,
0: and I can't I'm, like I cannot imagine the pressure they were under. I mean, this is like. Yeah, they've done the pay-per-views, and the pay-per-views, you had your audiences that were going to buy them regardless, and so they're going to love them regardless, and you don't really have to worry about anything. It's completely different dealing with a network show because you're dealing with commercial breaks. You're dealing, you know, mm-hmm.
2: and, you know, I, I don't know. What do you think about the commercial breaks? Oh, uh, it wasn't ideal. I mean, I think, yeah, it it just so, it seems like something they have to have it like yeah. that. But. So, it's kind of a catch-22 because
0: yeah. in the WWE, you know, people give them shit because during the commercial breaks, like, guys will do rest holds or there's not much action when they go to the split screen. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like they were just not concerned with that. They were like, go wrestle your match, you know, as long as it's not near a finish, you're fine.
1: Uh, there was one where they didn't really do much. Like, Hangman Page
0: was Pac. Yeah. In there. But but certainly the Nyla Rose and... Well, yeah, uh, they just fucking... Yeah, they were just... But I don't know. It just seemed like,
1: you know. It doesn't make it seem like not that big of a deal.
0: Well, I mean, careful what you wish for, I suppose. But, like, I was just like, these breaks just seem like two commercials too long. Yeah. So maybe just give me, like, a couple shorter breaks here and there to make up for your commercial time. I think it's like, um, in the United States, it's like eight minutes per hour or every half hour that you yeah. do. Yeah. For yeah. That. Uh, I heard this because it was part of the, the kerfuffle over the English deal on TV is because mm-hmm. we do more commercials than they do in England mm-hmm. and they were having a hard time deciding what they were going to do Yeah, there. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I just didn't really like them too much. I was like, just give me a couple smaller ones. I seem like I'm away from the action, and I just couldn't focus on the little screen as much. It's okay for like a well, Well, It's, race, it's like but,
1: when they do the pre-show for a pay-per-view, and then yeah. on the pre-show, they're advertising matches on the main event.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah. And then they just small screen,
1: and it's like, fucking, there's <laughs> a match
2: happening, god damn it. I want to throw out something while I'm thinking about it. Uh, you mentioned the women's match. Um, you know the ending when she comes out and are we allowed to spoil it? Oh yeah. yeah, Okay, cool. Well, when she attacks the announcer and everything, it's like, I feel like, you know, and Ethan said during the time we were watching it, he was like, Oh, you got to get her heat back. And it's like, they've done that so much throughout the years where someone always has to get their heat back, but they just do some kind of nonsensical attack. Someone. And it's like, I feel like audience are desensitized to that. And it's like, if it doesn't really mean anything or it's not really thought out or it's not going to do anything, you don't just need to have someone lose that really didn't need to lose or maybe shouldn't have, and then yeah. they just destroy someone. It's like, okay, they're back. Audiences see through that. Audiences know. They don't instantly think like they want them to. Oh, they're back. Oh, their heat's right back. It's yeah. like, eh. Yeah, let it, let it rest, you know, and, and do it per, do stuff
0: purposefully. Yeah. Um, unless it's like a comedy angle, then like fucking do whatever you want to yeah. do. Who I think the
1: problem with that situation is, one, it's the first title, match for that specific title. You obviously can't... You don't want a dusty fucking finish, you know? And then, you know, you want a clean finish. And then you need to have an established
0: heel. So, like, in this situation, I'll give it a pass. Just don't do it too often going forward. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So, we start off the night uh, on the episode with the uh, lead-in videos kind of like... uh, For the the opening match, they only did the lead-in videos really for the Cody Rhodes match, right? Yeah. Oh Codus Yeah. And when that started, I was like, Okay, I need to wait and see what they're gonna do. Are they gonna do this for like every match? You know, like are they gonna give me some like big lead-in? Because it felt very like um like the Olympics to me. Yeah. Where they're giving you the backstory, or maybe like MMA ish, yeah, you know. What it felt like, like to me. But like I was like, Okay, are they gonna kinda is this how they're gonna do the exposition on this of like, all right, you don't know who any of these fuckers are, like you don't know what the angles are here are these like background videos Are we going to see this type of presentation mm-hmm. And the answer to that was no
2: I kind of wish it was consistent Yeah, they had kept doing I was like it. why
0: did you do that for them But mm-hmm. then for no one else Like did you
2: just realize that it took too much time After the first one or, or what I Well mean, they had time for it too Because later they just kind of They had the close ups to the announcers And it was like we could be watching a package right yeah. now
1: I would have liked it if they had done it For Nyla Rose's match Yeah And Rio.
0: Yeah, I I guess, you know, that would be the thing. Yeah, we don't need one for MJF versus Dungeons and Dragons guy. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I guess if you're going to do it for a non-title match for Cody Rhodes and uh, Sammy
2: Guevara, that doesn't really have anything on the line, Mm -hmm. then why? Uh, One of the problems, too, I think, is that fans are very aware of, like, who got what. You know, if they see one wrestler gets, oh, he gets a package and yeah. this next one doesn't, and that's where they are on the ladder. And if you kind of focus on making sure everybody gets their own thing, gets their angle, gets a package, then it kind of leaves it for the fans to be like, well, I really think this guy is actually here. True, yeah. or you could view it as, well, he's earned it. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, like, he's earned his pyro, whereas, yeah. you know...
1: Jericho's earned bottle rockets and flames.
2: Yeah, and and a, and a, and bit and the the, a the little bit of the bubbly. The problem is that... You know, with WWE, they've told it over the years, they've shown us, we're showing you which guys don't matter. And even, yeah. even there's been times where the audience wants a guy to matter and WWE oh, keeps yeah. we'll telling yeah. you they don't matter. Barry, Barry, Barry. Yeah. That's, nope. um, but the yeah.
0: <laughs> yes. Barry Horowitz. <laughs> 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 Barry Horowitz did not appear tonight. There goes all my predictions from that Monday show. <laughs> Damn it. it was that Barry Horowitz is going to sh- come. That's what up. we
1: should do here is we should just make say we made outlandish <laughs> predictions. Yeah, because they won't know. <laughs> yeah, they won't know until
0: Monday. Uh, yeah, no. Barry Horowitz was showed up. He had a uh, money in the bank contract <laughs> that he wanted at an AEW house show. Uh, yeah. He challenged Chris Jericho, and he's the new AEW <laughs> champ. <laughs> Mary, Mary. <laughs> he ripped off the plates and put the Jewish. He put the star David on the sides. <laughs> that was all his, always his concept. He
1: beat him the same way he beat Skip. <laughs> Skip he was Chris Jericho was doing push
0: ups. Barry Horowitz did Oklahoma roll. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah. So, the first match uh, is a pretty good match. It's yeah. a Sammy Guevara, who's going to be one of the top heels in the company, yeah. uh, who's a younger guy. Um, definitely, you kind of have. In this match, you know, old and new money. You have you have Cody Rhodes coming in as established. And you have Sammy Guevara. You know, our, you would assume that everyone watching knows who Cody Rhodes is. Yeah. Just because of his days in WWE. You know, although they can't use his last name. He know, also which, looks a lot different than he did in the WWE. Yeah. Yeah, he does. Well, uh, he's, I mean, he's bigger. He's, he's bigger. Got, he's got blonde hair. Yeah, um, his look, his his aesthetic and his his mannerisms are somewhat like, uh, you know, what was the the uh, Stardust? No, not, not fucking Stardust. <laughs> <He> That's <laughs> prancing around on stage, acting like the Riddler, dashing <laughs> Dash Cody Rhodes. Yes, dashing Cody Rhodes. That's yeah. it's kind of that aesthetic with there. Um, but it was a good match. I mean, uh, I thought, you know. This night was marred by some botches here and there.
1: Yeah, like, there
0: was a botch, like, almost
1: immediately. Yeah. But it was a very minor one.
2: Yeah.
0: Like, just didn't catch himself
1: immediately off a flip.
2: Yeah. Um, And he he does a lot of flips. And people, like, there's a a big fan base out there for that style of wrestling.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, I think you're going to, this is definitely going to be faster-paced, you know, Mm -hmm. wrestling that people are going to use. Unless the Dark Order is involved. Then it's going to be very, very slow paced. Oh, yeah. The Dark We're. Order. Not over. Um, but uh Cody wins uh, in this match. Uh good match, a lot of great moves. He wins after he blocks what well, is it amazing like moon Moonsault, but uh blocks it with his knees and then goes it's a ro- shooting star. Shooting star and then rolls him up in an inside cradle. Yeah. Like, so uh he was, did also the disaster kick he hit, the yeah. dude fucking sold
1: it. Oh, yeah. Incredible. I, I did
0: I did think it would have been great at that one spot if he'd have done a 6 1 9. Yeah, yeah like, I called it. I called yeah. it like he
1: did the the rope spot, and I was like, Sakura! "Yeah,
0: but he he didn't he didn't do that." Uh, mm-hmm. Next up, we have uh, we had MJF debut versus. Uh, I'm just gonna call him Captain Dungeons and Dragons. I don't remember the guy's name. Crutchler, Cr- Crutchler Magoo, yeah. I, <laughs> uh, it, the big BC, because
1: those were his initials. I don't remember what the rest of it was. Yeah, like yeah, he tapped to a Fujiwara armbar.
0: Which I guess is MJF's finish. They call it. Oh, what was the name of that finisher? It
1: was. It was like. It was something like phrase. It was like. Yeah. Uh, it's something like feed the hand or some bullshit like that. Listen, <laughs> it, it was. That's <laughs> not far off from what the fuck it was.
0: I'm gonna have to try to look up MJF's finisher. Uh, but it was a Fuchiwaru armbar. Uh, yeah, but no. I hope it's called feed the hand. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, it
1: was the hand that feeds.
0: That's oh,
2: what it was. okay. So Which is a nine inch nail song, I think. Yeah, so fuck you. <laughs> and I know and he had like a little promo when he came to the ring. yeah, and there wasn't a lot of talking in it. You know, there weren't no, a lot there's... of promo, especially compared to you know McMahon's product.
0: Yeah. yeah, now this there is not a lot of McMahon that feeds. There's not a lot of uh, that <laughs> a lot of, uh, of that of that style here. It's more of like let's focus on the action. Uh, and all that stuff. But uh, yeah, so MJF is going to be like, we get like, they're really clear on their heels oh, yeah. because in the opening match, Cody's actions in the ring are not that of a babyface. You know, no, Brandy using her shoe to hit. Oh, which was a highlight of that match where yeah. Brandy actually gets hit by Cody. Yeah. But if this was the WWE, she'd just be fucking dead. I just, I
2: didn't think he was a baby face, really. Yeah, I mean, no, he did
0: the push ups. Yeah, he did, did the, the push flexing. up, the flexing, and all that stuff. But then by the end of the night, he's in babyface territory. Yeah, and like, even when he there was the handshake, he was kind of like, "I beat you." Like he was, yeah. he was rude and and yeah, because that match is more his character that he's had on like the web series like on YouTube and stuff like that. But I mean, coming out, I I guess the attack with Jericho, they're just trying to make, well, the problem was like, listen to the entrances. Cody
1: comes out and he gets a massive fucking pop. I mean, it was huge. And then, uh, Sammy Guevara came out and it was just booze. Like the crowd decided. And then I guess Cody just decided to ham it up. I guess that was his shtick. So, yeah, I don't know.
0: Uh, I also saw, you know, throughout the night there was these glimmers, and this maybe speaks to, you know, we've had those those run ins, but like they were all like predicated with this like in ring interview that was going on. Yeah. It's it like, okay, so is this gonna be like a feature that you're doing? Are you gonna like interview people after they win, like it's a MMA fight? Mm-hmm. Or is this solely gonna be done to
1: Well, they only did it for like two matches and both both times it was because yeah. it was a run in.
2: Yeah, I know, but like don't do that twice in one night. And, and the whole event did have some kind of an MMA influence on it, it seemed like.
1: Well, I mean, and Kenny Omega was wearing a one MMA fighting championship shirt.
2: Yeah.
0: So, they had all those guards around everywhere. That yeah. They said and a- one M- Atlas on their thing. I guess that's a security company. Yeah,
1: one MMA is
0: on TNT. So. Well, I did not know that. Thank you for enlightening me. You could have told us that beforehand. What? It I'm was, very upset at There you was know. a commercial for point.
1: it. There was a fucking
0: commercial. I don't pay attention to the commercials. Why would I pay attention to the commercials? Why? What is the loneliest <laughs> number in Okay. So it was Brandon Cutler was... Yeah, uh, the big BC. <laughs> oh, and also the name of his finisher is not The Hand in the Feeds. Oh, fuck. It's... The salt of the earth. That's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> which is which close. is funny, given what his gimmick is. Yeah, like yeah. like yeah, that's that's good. Uh, next up, we get the Jay and Silent Bob promo. Oh my! So God. talk about talk about like a celebrity appearance that is like one hundred percent playing to your fucking nerdy ass <laughs> <laughs> wrestling well, Also, fan base. also, it had to do with the fact that Chris Jericho was in the movie. Well, yeah, but I mean, like that is. You know, a, a, a that's a perfect cameo to have for that crowd. Like, they're going to mark out for that. Uh, they're all view askew.
2: Yeah, I didn't like, think that. That, was ba- that wasn't bad at all. I mean, those are always kind of fun, and they're never yeah. long. Wrestling fans are used to that kind of thing, and I don't know any wrestling fans that really hate those segments. Yeah,
0: I think it's just when, like, I know that when it was, like, the celebrity guest host of Raw back in the oh, day. Oh, yeah, that, that was that, way worse. That was horrible. And AEW has had the celebrity appearances with uh, Steve Amell from Arrow wrestling in some matches and doing some,
2: doing very well. So, you know, maybe they know how to handle that a little bit better than... Um, and people hate it when it's someone really insignificant where you're like, are you, are you kidding me, this person from the C movie? But it's like, okay, he made Clerks, he made yeah. Mallrats, he can bring him out.
0: I, I get it if you're like, if it's like some athlete that you don't know, like here's, you know, you're in, uh, you know, Kansas City and here's like the second string lineman for the chief. Okay, <laughs> fine. You could give that, that's an in-house pop for it or whatever like none of us know who the fuck that is. It's never like the superstar quarterback there, you know. It's never like, "Oh, here's Tom Brady from the Patriots." It's oh, like, God, "Here's it? here's Gary Johns. He's the fourth um, <laughs> fourth string
2: fullback." <laughs> uh,
1: like, uh, fucking TNA like back when they first started, they had these two NASCAR guys. Ooh. Oh, uh
0: <laughs> it was uh, yes, the it's either the LaJoy's or uh, no uh, Burton Ward Burton.
1: Yeah, they feuded with R Truth.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or Ward Ron Burton. Killings. Or Burton Talk about it.
2: Older Burt Yeah, he, had, he was. Yeah, <laughs> his uh, Jeff Burton was his brother. They were yeah. both pretty good drivers. It's it's a good opportunity for a guy to get just like a little bit extra heat, just in a you know bring him out and have him throw popcorn. You remember on when, him when or p- Snoop Dogg? You
1: remember when Snoop Dogg clothesline Joe Guerrero? <laughs> you remember that shit?
2: I do not, but I imagine
0: that was uh, pretty horrible. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Horns, what you was know, like, that? Uh,
1: like nine or something. Mm. Like uh, back when I was not watching, but I saw that. Oh, no, it was, was Elliot
0: kid. Sadler. Sorry, there you go. That was the, that was the NASCAR driver. if yeah. I got that wrong. Oh. Yeah, whatever. Say lovey. I play. <laughs> uh, so yeah, this promo we get introduced to who was that one team? The guy with Captain Paintball. Oh, I was uh, Helico and Jack Evans. Oh, uh, okay. That was, I did not know who those guys were. Yeah. So, yes, there it is. Angelico and, and Jack Evans. Uh, we get to see Private Party here. Who People are super high on Private Party. They're like, very good. Private Party, like, people throw out the terms like the next young bucks with the Private Party. They're fucking good. Yeah, so that's going to be something to look forward to in times to come. Uh, next up, we get a SoCal Uncensored uh, spot. They're not wrestling on this card, but... But SCU of uh, Scorpio Sky, um, Frankie Kazarian, and uh, Christopher Daniels. The I thought you were going to say Charlie Daniels. Charlie Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> they came out, they grabbed their fiddles of gold, <laughs> and they played the devil back <laughs> down to George. <laughs> I bet, I bet my soul. Ted Turner was like, "We gotta have one country thing on here. Bet- man <laughs> Page ain't enough. Make it two. I, I bet my soul against like, your belt to gold.
1: I'm a better wrestler than you.
0: Um Jack Hager's back, and he's oh no. Oh, yes. Uh, all right. This is where this turns into a parody song podcast. It's <laughs> Come Chatting about Charlie. All Charlie <laughs> Daniels podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. The devil is Ted Turner, I mean. he <laughs> <laughs> uh But, yeah. So, SoCal Uncensored, um, they are, um, you know, they're one of the, the squads uh, that are grown up with being the elite. They've been part of that. It always, it always, like, I always think it's hilarious that Christopher Daniels is, like, in the uh, Water World stunt show at, like, Universal Theaters or whatever. Like, that's his, like, day job. <laughs> like, he wrestles AEW, but he also does, like, this stunt show out in, uh, mm-hmm. out in, and I, I'm assuming Universal Studios or something like that. Uh, but it's decided, uh, that, uh, you know, Christopher Daniels and Frankie Kazarian, who, uh, have a teaming. They've been the main members of SCU. Yeah, and then Scorpio is added, and the, the whole shtick of them is that they love Southern California. That, that's like their thing. Yeah. And every, every town, every other town sucks. This is the worst town ever, right?
1: This is the worst town I've ever been yeah. in. Yeah,
0: and they have shirts for them printed up wherever they go. Yeah. And uh, making that money. Yeah. Uh, but they cut a promo, and then we are introduced to uh, one of the best tag teams in the world, the Lucha Bros. Zero. Miedo. <laughs> what, what, what does that mean? Zero fear. Oh, I see. I don't know. What, I didn't know what the fear part meant. Yeah. yeah, I thought they said zero muer- muerte or something like they're saying zero shit or something <laughs> like. <laughs> mierda, right? Yeah, it's, mierda. it's mierda, zero mierda, zero <laughs> shit, like no shit. We're here, but no zero.
1: He said zero muerte, which means zero death. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> no death, no, <laughs> death. No, no death,
0: fine. No, it's zero miedo, which is no fear. Okay, well, there you go. I didn't know, Uh but they have a brawl. And they have a bunch of uh, officials come out and break them up and setting we, up. We get Dean Malenko. Dean Malenko. Oh, my fucking boy. I love Dean Malenko. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: Texas, I, I, Clo- Texas Cloverleaf needs to come back. God damn it. I love that move. I was never the biggest fan of
2: him. Fuck you. He I, was know, kinda, I, I, mean, I thought he was boring. As he, yeah, he was a little bit boring for his era when there were so many big stars in every company. I don't care. Company. I mean, the
0: juxtaposition of him and Chris Jericho and that feud... But uh, that's what made him so good! Yeah, but... Okay, but you're also someone that likes Steve Blackman. Yeah,
2: I fucking oh. love Steve oh Blackman. Oh, dude. No. Okay, wait, wait, wait. He also
0: thinks that King Mabel is a good King of the Rings. <laughs> oh, no no. no, 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 no.
1: Don't you dare twist my words. <laughs> Here's what I said. I, we ranked all the King of the Rings, right? Mm-hmm. And Tito- you said King Mabel is so great because I
0: love him. King
1: Booker's the best. <laughs> Fuck you. Um, but uh, the, our bottom two were Tito Santana... And King Mabel. And I said King Mabel was better than Tito Santana because King Mabel's was at least televised. And
0: then he went on to talk about how much he loves Viscera.
1: I did love Viscera. I loved uh, Viscera, the world's
0: largest love machine.
1: Uh, Viscera. And he had yeah. that weird gimmick with Lillian Garcia. Listen, okay, we, we do okay, we do need to establish this. Yeah. Um, we do we did a thing here. We talked about like our boys. Yeah. Uh, wrestlers that like Aren't good. Uh, like the qualifications are, they're not good. Yeah, they can't be like mega popular, and they can't have ever won a major title. And like, but like their the, is... like for me, it's like Steve Blackman, Chavo Guerrero, because fuck the WWE C W title. Mm-hmm. I didn't mean shit. Um, <laughs> so Chavo Guerrero, uh, fuck. I'm trying to think who else I had on my boys' table. Chris Masters. Like I, I understand they're
2: not good, but god damn it, I fucking love them. Well I was gonna ask real quick. So Mabel, were you you weren't watching back then? No, that's right? before my time. before your time. So I was that's interesting to me because I feel like I didn't know anyone in that era that liked them. So I wonder if it does if histori- if it's gotten better over time. Cause I yeah. haven't seen it. Is it, it if I if I never watched and I was Ethan's age and I watched it now, would I like Mabel? It's
0: know. not that I like Mabel. <laughs> no, <laughs> I mean, we
2: firmly established that he
0: loves Mabel. Right? Uh, no, I he know love He thinks me. that Mabel is like the best king of the ring. That's what I heard. <laughs> yeah, That's I what. know. That's, anyway. No, but... Well, no, I mean, it is Ethan does have a more unique pathway in that he's gone back and watched all this stuff, which does, like, change it, because when you're mm-hmm. living through it, you've got the attachments and hatreds, hatreds and stuff like that you've built up. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I don't know. Like... I was never huge on Hogan as a kid, but I mean, I, I certainly got the appeal. Mm-hmm. And I know there's wrestlers that I could go back and watch more of that I would like a lot more, you know, if I did that. But I don't know, like, what the guys that are just kind of viewed as universally bad.
2: Well, I think mm-hmm. if you go back and as long as, you know, like you don't have like the doctored audio version and you, you can hear the crowd and oh, you yeah. know who's getting nothing yeah. and who's actually over. Sparkplug, Bob Hallie. Sparkplug, but like
1: no, so, so who are? Do you have any wrestlers like that that like aren't popular or necessarily good, but you like them?
2: Oh, I'm sure I do. You'd you'd have to throw me a whole list of wrestlers, and yeah. I would. I mean. You know, I like I like the model Rick Martel. I liked the Mountie. I liked I liked a lot of wrestlers. In yeah, those the, in would the fit day. that description. Yeah, they yeah. They I mean, Mountie like... had an Intercontinental
0: title, bro, but, that, but it's not like a it's not. Yeah, it's not just a... the
1: qualification is just world. It yeah. doesn't have to be yeah. you know mid card doesn't matter. Yeah,
0: because I don't think like I couldn't say Mister Perfect because people generally respect him as being. Yeah, like like, like,
1: like Mister Perfect wouldn't count. William Regal wouldn't count. Yeah. You know, just because they're you know universally respected, yeah. but like you know. Hmm. Papa Shango would count.
2: Uh yeah, Shango. Yeah. I I kind of I kind of liked him, but I I understood people's concerns about Papa Shango. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but yeah. then also The Godfather would count too. Yeah, well.
0: Yeah, he's
2: had a problematic uh, character career to um, say the least. Well, Shango too, was he was Comma. in in the era he Can came it was like that? 92. And that was when some it was kind of coming down. Yeah, when he oh, was yeah. there, so he actually kind of was able to shine a little bit because there was a lot of worse wrestlers. Yeah,
0: and that you know, like tying that into
2: into AEW, it's
0: gonna be hard to shine mm-hmm. when you're dealing with like lots of really good wrestlers. And yeah,
2: it, and I just remember Tugboat had a big yeah, push at the time. Both. It's like how could anyone like Tugboat unless he was with. Earth, you could. I. If you like the natural disasters, yeah. Winter heels. <laughs> Who that. would like the natural
0: disasters? <laughs> it's not like it's our <laughs> photo on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. but, but to be fair, I think we just went with two fat guys. Yes. <laughs> Very true. And Twin Towers yeah. was not a choice. Yeah, Twin Towers. Oh, was Twin
2: Towers t- was cool, man. I liked Slick too. Yeah. <laughs> up. Oh, slick man. <laughs> you fucking old pieces <laughs> of shit. Fuck both of you. <laughs> god damn it! Oh my god. <laughs> He, Fuck Slick, he this hates that I like Slick. Oh, Big Boss
1: Man back when he was oh, a heel. Yeah. Oh tag, yeah, tag team Big Boss Man. All right, I man. love Boss Man. He's one of my boys. He's yeah, the shit. Boss
0: Man was great. Um, yeah, it would be it would be interesting to start going down rosters and like think of guys that were in there that were like even from like some newer eras. It, it's harder for me to remember newer eras because maybe because the characters weren't there and it's just like guys' names and so I just forget about a lot of them that I liked. I always did like Carlito.
2: Yeah, Carlito's great. I I I tried. I really tried to like yeah. him a lot, but I, fe- I I remember he had a period where he seemed like he was really invested and was really working hard, and, and then, then there it, was yeah. his lazy era. Yeah, it kind of got that way. But um,
0: he seemed like he didn't
2: give a fuck.
1: Well, he's got a lot He's him. a lot better now.
0: Yeah, but you know, well, I'm sure maybe the W bring him back nostalgia, right? Mm. No, that, go that, to that AEW motherfucker. that hardcore Carlito nostalgia. That 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 is the funny thing to me is that. You know, you had that like, but like, okay. So, we're talking about the shitty new generation or whatever. You bring back if you br- for a while. If you bring back any of those guys, they're like gonna get a pop because mm. people are gonna go, "Oh, it's a character guy. Oh, look, it's <laughs> fucking Knuckleball Schwartz! Wow, <laughs> it's like the goon. Like, it's the goon. Well, yeah, people pop for the goon when they brought him back that one time. Yeah, but uh but I don't know that if you bring back like some like two named guy from like yeah, like my, fucking Jack Swagger <laughs> I'll say like Tyler Rex or what not, not Tyler Rex but like any of those well, like one guys, of the guys who
2: was in the Spirit Squad Tyson Tomko or something
0: yeah. uh Tomko
1: Yeah like, I like, I like the Sonny. Spirit
0: Squad yeah they did bring back the Spirit Squad I, I can't <laughs> remember their individual names Nikki Yeah Mikey, we've seen the Spirit Kenny. Squad at uh at, at Compound Pro when Compound really Pro was yeah Two of the guys from the Spirit Squad are still still doing that shtick. Fucking
1: what are you talking <laughs> Dolph
0: Ziggler? <laughs> well no, but he's not doing the shtick. Yeah. I uh, somebody pitched an idea that, that
1: uh, Dolph uh Ziggler gets a concussion and then just reverts back <laughs> to the Spirit <laughs> Squad gimmick.
2: He's like, Nikki yeah. Who who is the one from it that had the biggest push back then? I can't remember the Kenny. Guy. Kenny. Yeah, okay. Because he did that
1: like hip
0: hop leg drop. Or yeah, whatever. and he's the one that's doing Still on C- on on like B circuit. He's the blonde yeah. one, right? The tall, skinny blonde. Yes, there. Yeah. Um, well, Kenny Dykstra. Yeah. Uh, which is did they name him that just because of Lenny Dykstra? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about a real piece of shit, <laughs> <laughs> Lenny Dykstra. Do you remember how the Spirit Squad got written off TV? Uh, didn't they get shit on? <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: <laughs> they continued after they got shit on. <laughs>
0: okay. um, they literally got written off TV. Um, did they blow up in a limousine with Vince McMahon? <laughs> <laughs> and that's that, that's what really didn't survive Chris Benoit?
1: DX. <laughs> DX. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, beat them down, and then it cut back to them, like, loading them into a box. Uh, and then they stuck OVW on the side. Oh, they yeah, stuck, stuck shit
0: to OVW on the side. Oh, nice. my God. All right. Well, getting back to what we're talking about here, AEW. Next up, we have Pack versus Hangman Adam Page. Uh, and, uh, this is, a. it wasn't as good of a match as I thought it was going to be. No, it was a little slow. Both guys seemed a little sluggish. Maybe they were trying to like, you know, play up and do make the high spots mean a little bit more. Uh, I did like the finish though. I did mm-hmm. like the, uh, black arrow onto, uh, hangman pages back and, uh, into dr- the brutalizer, the brutal, into the brutalizer, uh, to make him tap. Uh, I called. He didn't tap. He just passed out. Yeah, this is. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, I. This is like when we did our predictions. This is the only one where we differed. And mm-hmm. uh, this, I called Pack winning this one. You did. And uh, I think they're gonna. I think they're trying to beat down Adam Page, because he's not like people will like him, but they need a reason to like him. Yeah. He's not a guy they can just say like this guy. Like
1: they can't Roman Reigns him.
0: Yeah, they can't do that. Like, they can do that with Cody. They can do that with the more established talent, but they can't do it with Adam Page. Um, and, I mean, his fucking entrance at All Out, riding a horse down to the ring, I mean, that's that's awesome. But, yeah, um, yeah what would you guys think about this match, other than, uh, you know, I thought it was good.
2: I, l- I liked how it was unique on the card. It stood out from the other matches, and I think all the matches did a pretty good job of being... Different Different that enough, was yeah. That was a straight up It was a wrestling match It was kind of You know Could have been something From old WCW Or something yeah. almost
0: Yeah it, it, it. You know what You're right <laughs> It No it had very much Like a mm. It reminded me of like A Saturday night main event Like feeling yeah. like, like it would have been The main event Of Saturday night main event Or something like that Yeah and and did, You know it didn't end With oh. a Fujiwara armbar or the feeder's hand Or whatever you call it <laughs> Salt of the earth <laughs> Uh <laughs> No, oh, but that is something to mention because uh I think Ethan and I talked about this on our preamble show which was uh we would really like if AEW brought back the television title. Yeah. Because you know, you'd have that like mid you'd have that lower tier title that you could always have a title match every week and they're clearly demonstrating throughout the night that time limits and time is going to factor in like yeah. so we're going to get that old school aesthetic of like all right which bring which does add a bit of an excitement because I, you know I know Americans don't like ties but when you add in that extra level of draw that there is a potential draw and you could have this amazing match with all these finishes yeah. but that it just draws out it does make those near falls a little bit more like important they, they, they feel like – because you know that thread is looming. Because you're like, I said it in the opening match. I thought like, all right, they don't really need to give Cody a win here. But they do need Sammy Guevara to get over. So I could see this one going to a draw. yeah And it does add that potential third finish that's in there. Oh yeah. Well, mol- other finishes are there, obviously. but
2: Well, I like for right now that there weren't a bunch of belts on the show. Just because we've seen, we've seen WWE try yeah. to transition from – Here's this belt match to another belt match, another belt match. And wrestling fans have just seen that, you know, and I think it's very it's yeah, valued. That, that's because they
1: have like what, nine titles? Exactly. Like, yeah. They only have two on AEW. So adding a third, I don't think would be an issue.
2: It wouldn't be bad, but I mean, it's just, it's early on in the programming. And I think just to have new people tune in, it's yeah. like, look at all these belts. It's going to be kind of well, like. Well,
0: so if you think about it, in total, if you added, if you added a belt, like well, a TV, I see t- they have the tag titles. So yeah, they have, they have the tag titles, but I think what's going to happen with AEW, since they're so focused on building wins and losses and everything like that, mm-hmm. that we're not going to see a lot of like TV title defenses. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to reserve those for the pay per views for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I, there is. I, I do think there is at least for to get people on board and put over like lower mid card talent. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a title like that that is not seen as like, oh, I mean, it's a great way to build a guy up too. like if you give him the TV title for like, and he defends it 12 t- 12 weeks in a row, mm-hmm. you're immediately vaulting him into like you're, you're kind of doing a WCW st- when Steve Austin was in WCW. Mm-hmm. like you're kind of vaulting him up there. Yeah, I mean, I get what you're saying though, because mm-hmm. there is like the you know, there's so many titles in the WWE. And some of that is having two world titles and things like that. Yeah. Everything's
2: doubled up, you know.
1: Um, what was I going to say?
0: Um, and
2: then when you look at MMA, a lot of times, you know, they could have no match, no matches for a belt on the pay-per-view, but fans will tune in. They're like, these are badass fights. Like, you don't need to yeah. always dangle a belt in front of an audience True, It's true. It's true.
0: Um, I and, was going to say, uh,
1: yeah. um, how long do you think before they do a wrestler whose gimmick is, He's undefeated, but all he has is draws. (laughs) Like, all he has (laughs) is, like, draws and double count-outs and double DQs. Uh, Because they're pushing the records thing. Orange Cassidy. Orange (laughs) Cassidy. (laughs) And then also, speaking of... You were talking about finishes. Uh, There was a finish... God, it was a WCW pay-per-view. The opening match was Eddie Guerrero versus Doth Vanderkind. Yeah, Alex Wright. Yeah, and they were both um, baby faces, And the finish was... They went to do that, like, suplex over-the-top rope spot that people do occasionally. And uh, remember when WCW, the stairs were just, like, pointed directly at the ramp, so they were just, like, in the fucking middle? Yeah, in the middle, yeah. Yeah, so um, Eddie, like, takes the bump and, like, lands on the stairs and then, like, starts acting like he's injured. And Doss Vendekin just walks out and just goes, ah, he's hurt. Let's call up the match. And so it's like the most ultimate babyface thing I've ever seen. He's like, Oh, my opponent's hurt. We can't wrestle anymore. And I was like, Oh my God, that's such a good babyface pop. I love it so much.
0: Uh, next up in the show, we have the AEW Women's Championship. Love it. Yeah. yeah. Nyla Rose versus Rio, spelled R I H O. I don't know why I kept trying I, In my mind I kept trying To give her a last name And I think it's just Because it sounds like Eo Shirai <laughs> Yeah Rio Eo, it's, it's all the same Um What You're saying they're all the same <laughs> That's why say <Actually>, those <laughs> names Are very similar They are Um
1: I'll agree with you on that.
0: I, there was I, a, no, was, that. That reminds me that like Kane Velasquez is flirting with joining the WWE. <laughs> yeah, and like someone's like, "Well, I was gonna have to change that name." Vince would be like, "We already got one Kane. <laughs> we don't need another one." <laughs> yeah, like, uh, but yeah, this uh, what you know? What do you, no yeah. you guys think about this match? Kane Velasquez. what do you guys think about this match? I know,
2: liked it. I think I you know I touched on it a little bit earlier. I think I said I don't love the babyface winning. Yeah. I just I felt like she didn't need to you know if you beat the heel right off the bat it's like how many people are clamoring for the heel getting a rematch i mean what's it gonna do but i think you know i think she could have been over huge just by getting really close there's been so many baby faces that have been over uh, over the years like tommy dreamer that didn't win shit and it, it didn't matter yeah tommy the audience dreamer, will love her they're doing the it
1: now in WWE with dakota kai and mm-hmm. i think that's maybe why they didn't do it because that's what they've been doing with dakota kai and nxt where like She, you know, has that great baby face fire, but she, you know, loses.
2: Mm. Yeah, I don't know. It means more when they win someday.
0: I I honestly think it might just boil down to they didn't want two heel champs. Like, and, you know, you do have a classic story there of, you know, David versus Goliath kind of built in there with Nyla being. By the way, uh, speaking of heel champs, um... They're building
1: up to Lucha Bros versus fucking SCU. They're on separate sides of the bracket.
0: Yeah. So, like, did they just give us the finals? I don't think so. I think maybe... Now, look, if they're legit, like, trying to do long-term booking, then maybe they're, like, just booking for a feud. That's true, too. I mean, like, I don't... I mean, that's a pretty... Like predictable final, yeah. I mean, I don't, I didn't think that they were going to give the Young Bucks the titles. No, so I, could, don't, I don't think see, it's going
1: to Young Bucks. I don't think it's going to Best Friends. I don't think it's going to Angelico Helico or Jack Evans. I don't think they're going to put it on the Party Guys. Yet. Yeah,
0: I don't know who the fuck the Dark, Dark Order, Order. Yeah, are. Yeah, exactly. You don't need to. They're horrible. Yeah, yeah, I guess, but I mean, yeah, I see, I see the uh, Private Party Guys beating Young Bucks out of the gate because the Young Bucks are going to be in this like jericho versus cody like elite. jericho versus the elite yeah. yeah feud or whatever um but in this match man there was some uh they did the david goliath a bit quite well mm-hmm. the bridge out of the cover i really liked i you had did, this,
1: you like, marked the fuck out yeah, for that it was, great. it was great uh oh god there was like a super high and tight uh there was a couple really high and tight moves oh where, yeah. like like yeah. they uh, they landed high on their neck and shoulders, yeah. And we were both, we were all like, "Ooh, yeah, that,
0: yeah, that happened in uh in the one ha- of the other hangman page yeah, versus yeah, yeah. on a on a spine buster. Yeah, he did. He went really high up there, but yeah, there were some botches in this match to say the least. Mm-hmm. Uh, but
1: also, like the size, the size differentials obviously.
0: going Yeah, it's to acceptable. That. Um, yeah, because I mean, it is like the, I can't remember how much they said she weighed ninety eight pounds. Yeah, ninety eight pounds. Like. That is I can't
2: imagine a you know,
0: a grown human that's
2: ninety
0: eight pounds.
2: Well, she's twenty two. Well, that's part of my issue with it too, I think, was the kind of the I couldn't believe the ninety-eight pound girl beat her on, on T V. So we have to <laughs> yeah, right away. I mean, that's a thing though,
0: like I think that they were playing off of like they tried to bring up some previous matches and things like that to talk about like how this could happen, that she had a victory over and stuff. But yeah, I mean I, I feel that. You know, mm-hmm. and I, I do also think, just in my heart of hearts, that you just really wanted the heel to win. I really did. Like, I really did. But again, I think maybe it's look. This could also just be like a huge like thank you to Kenny Omega type thing. Cause yeah. like so, kind of what's brewing in the women's division there is there's like Brandy Rhodes women, and then there's like Kenny Omega's women, and their style. You know, Kenny's bringing over the Japanese crowd. Whereas they're building sort of this other, you know, American crowd. It'll be interesting to see if that, like, becomes yeah. problematic.
1: I'm not going to lie. So they, when they first introduced Rio, I was like, is this that seven-year-old that Kenny Omega wrestled? I thought that, did. Did you think that, too? Okay. Because
0: yeah, <laughs> they said she started when she was nine. She
1: started when she was nine? And I was like, fuck, is this her?
0: Yeah, but then I was like, that means Kenny would have had to have done that years and years ago. Yeah,
1: 13 years ago. <laughs> so, and this was like an 07, yeah. maybe. Well, that's... 12 years ago.
0: Oh, shit. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she was. <laughs> uh, but anyways, uh, what happens here is that uh, we get uh, a uh, victory for Rio. She's our new AEW Women's Championship. Uh, what do you think about that title belt they had for the girls? I thought it was cool. It's definitely like throwback. You know, like the AEW Championship, Ethan says he likes it a lot. Like what does that remind you of? It's it's just is it like a New Japan type title or something? So I I because I... to me I don't like it. I think it's too gaudy, and I just don't I just don't like the triple thing. So, well, here's the thing: I like the big gold. Yeah, like I'm I'm a big mark for the old the classic WCW heavyweight. Yeah, whereas I'm a winged eagle guy.
1: You're a winged eagle guy. Yeah. What I really like about it is the fact that the side plates fucking match the goddamn belt. <laughs> I hate. Oh my god. It's so impossible. How do you fuck up the side plates? Oh, yeah. Every fucking belt. No! This
0: is a hill I will die on, goddammit.
1: But the side plates never fucking match the belt.
0: What uh, about the Intercontinental title?
1: The Intercontinental title does... What side plates does it have? It's, it's got like the square ones, right? Yeah, it's classic. But it, they don't match. It's rectangular and it's got square side plates. Because it's tapering down. But no, it's not!
0: Oh, come on. That is... The Intercontinental title belt is like one of the most classic titles of all time. Well, yeah, but that's because they went back to the old style. I like the old
1: style of belts,
0: okay, like like AWA fucking shit. Okay. Like,
1: I like that stuff.
2: I I liked it because it's too gaudy. You like the winged eagle, and you think that's too gaudy. It looks like they spent a lot of money on it, but it's not like if it had been like diamonds all over. If it had looked like the million dollar belt or something, I, I would have thought yeah. it was preposterous. Maybe they they was... went just to the edge and didn't. Go over. Oh, maybe they went over a little bit, but not enough to where it offended me. So I'm fine with it.
0: Yeah. Uh, wow. Oh, one thing about this match that stood out to me was um, the fact that they brought out Britt Baker, and I, I love Britt Baker. Like, I, I, oh,
2: and I, she didn't say anything. Yeah,
0: really. yeah. it's like,
1: I was like, what the fuck are you here? Yeah,
0: and it's just like, okay, she's either just like not prepared for this because. I don't know where she would have done that before. Like was she is she in Women of Honor or, or what? I don't
1: know. Oh here's the thing. There was a moment where I was like, Oh, she has no idea what the fuck she's doing. Yeah. Because like uh Jr. said something to set her up.
2: And then she was like, I guess Jr. <laughs> like Oh yeah. And then they didn't involve her in any way in the finish when they had, you know. Yeah, it's, it's. They
0: didn't even like. Yeah, it was just sort of like you're out here watching. And, and that was kind of confusing because when I see Britt Baker and kind of know the story behind her and stuff, I'm like, okay, so she's a face and they're setting her up to face, like, to seemingly face the winner of this match. Yeah. But then, like, the face wins. <laughs> exactly. And you're just like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. maybe if they had, like, I don't know. I'm not. As well versed in their female roster. I
1: remember what it was that Jr. set her up with. Yeah. He was like, um, "How do you train for Nyla Rose? You can't get a partner. You can't get anyone to like, re- you know, spar with." And yeah, she's that's like ju- that. And she's just like, huh, "I guess, yeah, yeah." Yeah.
0: So that wasn't great. Um, now this <laughs> this uh, this pay per view or not pay per view? This show, um, not a lot of matches on it, but you know that's. The matches were good quality. That's what happens when you give time. That's what I'm wondering about because, you know, you're not going to get a ton of wrestlers trotted out every week because you're going to have more quality matches and you just got the one show. So it's not going to be, it's just going to be so different than dealing with WC, uh, WWE out there. But after the uh, AEW uh, women's title match, we get the main event of the night Chris Jericho. And the former LAX, Santino and Ortiz. Santino? San, Santana. Yeah, Santino came out. He did the Cobra. And uh, they won the match. <laughs> Just like I predicted on the, the <laughs> show. Yeah, he did predict I it. said that Santina Morella was going to come out I'm honestly, after Barry Horowitz won the title. And I'll, he's going to have another money in the bank. Honestly, I'm <laughs> super surprised they did the zipline spot. <laughs> I was surprised they did the, the blue blazer spot. Oh, No. <laughs> Oh, the Iron
1: Mike DiBiase. <laughs> so
0: this is sort of the um, I was like, OK, this match came out with their entrances and there was 16 minutes left in the in the car. Yeah, basically. And they packed a lot in in 16 minutes. And I think they even actually ended up finishing a little bit quicker than they wanted to, because I think a lot of that stuff at the end was like because they all sort of lined up for that pose.
1: And then they were like,
0: oh, shit, we got, like, two minutes to kill, so let's <laughs> throw some more shit on them. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we have uh, – th- now, this is, like, the superstars of the night. Here we go. We started off with Cody, who's arguably, like, one of the – you know, he's the one of the biggest stars. But now we got the Young Bucks and uh, Kenny Omega. Yeah. And they're going against uh, Jericho, the champion, and uh, Santana and Ortiz. Yeah. Um, and uh, we get half – a few minutes into the match.
1: I mean, maybe
0: two or three. Yeah, it's pretty close in the middle of the match. We get the uh, television debut of John Moxley, uh, the former Dean Ambrose from mm-hmm. WWE, who is in a feud currently with Kenny Omega. Uh, they didn't get to pay off their feud at All Out because John Moxley got a MRSA infection. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, which, uh, through, Lord of MRSA. Yeah. Through watching uh, British wrestling reviews on... Uh, yeah. It's it's something. <laughs> I gonna, watching, I got a nod for that. Yeah, joke. I'm just giving him a deadpan. It's okay. <laughs> but through watching British uh, wrestling shows on YouTube, I found out they just pronounce it MRSA, <laughs> and we're we're all like, no, it's MRSA, motherfucker, America. We got MRSA yeah. over here. But um, but yeah, so they come out and they brawl. Kenny Omega and John Moxley go away and the ring is just kind of going on. There's no They're DQ. They're making homage
1: to Kenny Omega being the cleaner.
0: Yeah, they do. He grabs a mop, and he's uh, mopping up a little bit. Oh, that's okay. That's just my water bottle. Um, <laughs> it, we always have to have a good... That's just part of our sound effects that we're slowly he'll, building. He'll come and clean it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Kenny Omega will be here to clean. Uh, best spot of this little brawl was obviously what?
1: Uh, Kenny Omega takes a Dirty Deeds, uh, through a glass table.
0: Yeah, in the, in the VIP area the VIP, that no one yeah. told, uh... They like, what? They better have that JR barbecue sauce back there. <laughs> and I'm like, um, <laughs> yeah, and like you said... If there's a VIP area, why is it Kevin Smith? And- <laughs> also, why is the VIP area as far away from the goddamn stage as possible? Yes, it's obstructed view VIP. It's, yeah, a, it's yeah. a very niche. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna give you the VIP experience, but you can't see shit. <laughs> yeah. All all the beer you want, gonna to have to watch the pay per view on your phone. <laughs> we're gonna yeah. watch the show on your phone, like. uh but yeah, then uh, yeah. So we were kind of wondering, like, okay, are they DQing this motherfucker? Yeah, because or... they
1: they never announced whether or not it's a D. There's yeah. DQs in the match, and like three minutes in, John Moxley just in front of the ref just starts beating the yeah, shit out of Kenny like, Omega.
0: Yeah, it's like okay, what's going on
2: here? Well, and earlier too with the chairs. Oh, on the Nyla Rose match. Yeah, so there was never, no DQ, but and... she never hit her. Yeah, but can you just get get them out like that? Yeah, yeah. you can get them out <laughs> as long as you don't <laughs> use them. Like, yeah, uh, I, I that's, that's the rule.
0: Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> what, if just, what if they just started the show tonight and they said, uh, "By the way, we, uh, we're going to just uh, go ahead and tell you that we've re- that we've readopted all the uh, rules that Bill Watts did back in WCW." There's no over the top, no over the top, bro. <laughs> uh,
1: you know that he. Uh, and then they introduced uh, their complex point system. <laughs> yeah. So, so that just makes me think of um, SmackDown. Here comes the pain in like the season mode. If you ever were like trying to like win, but you couldn't beat them, you would just set a table up in the corner and then run into it, and then your character would like lay against it, and if your opponent grappled you, they would just throw you through the table and yeah. automatically get dq Oh, nice. It was just how you would win. <laughs> so, uh,
0: so no DQ. We go back to the ring, and I'm like, okay, there's going to be a run in here. And there wasn't. Uh, the Young Bucks uh, finished out the match versus uh, the other three. They, got, they jammed as much as they could. Yeah in those like five minutes or so that they had in that match between the young bucks and the other three and then eventually Jericho the numbers game catches up with them and Jericho does the Judas elbow what the Judas effect I think the is Judas just, effect, yeah. which is what he calls it, a spinning back elbow
1: which I like I yeah like a I think
0: back elbow. It, it's getting better like he's been having trouble hitting it you know and I think it kind of depends on the size of the opponent that he's going against yeah you know um but uh then we get all of our run-ins yeah. after after the match we get all the Cody runs. Rhodes
1: and then we get Santa- well, what is his name Sammy Guevara and Sammy Guevara comes and down then and Dustin and, and Rhodes Dustin
0: Rhodes so the great spot with uh Sammy Guevara nutshotting uh Cody Rhodes and then Dustin Rhodes coming down and nutshotting Sammy, Sammy Guevara. Guevara which and, you know like god bless Dustin Rhodes I mean that's a guy that like we were this close to being like talking about the late Dustin Rhodes who oh, died yeah. in like 2000 and whatever. Yeah, you know? back when he,
1: Yeah, back when he went to TNA as yeah, Black just, Ray. Yeah,
0: just on pilled out and like just and the guy's turned his entire life around. Mm. And now he's like a treasured, you know, like mm. legend of wrestling for yeah. just the year years and years and years of yeah. work that he put in. Uh and just great work that he did as Gold Dust. Uh, but then we get uh, the big surprise. We get
1: it. old Jakey Hagee.
0: Yes, Jakey Hagee. Uh, Jakey Hagee sounds like <laughs> a guy that stays, the guy that hangs around the Hague. Jakey Hagee sounds like a disease you caught in the '40s. Like,
1: oh damn it, he got the Jakey Hagee. We're gonna to have to saw off his leg. He got the Jakey Hagee.
0: How'd he get the Jakey Hagee? I was down Taiwanese in the Taiwanese whore. No, <laughs> right, no. no.
2: Siamese whore.
1: <laughs> I was down in the mines and I got the old Jakey hey
2: Now how do you think how do you guys think that they're gonna get away from the issues they had with him in WWE, like his talking and how are they gonna work So I route? think
0: part of that is going to be that there's not as much talking Yeah. in AEW. Also, so,
1: he looks like he's in an enforcer role, is yeah, what it seems like right yeah, now. It
0: seems like like diesel. Old Diesel, yeah. yeah, or Sid Vicious, like when Sid was with. Uh, yeah. I
1: was thinking more uh, Bam Nelson. You remember him? <laughs> he was Brian Kendrick's muffle. <laughs> or Ezekiel Jackson.
0: Yeah, that's exactly who we were thinking. <laughs> Bam Nelson. You don't remember
2: Bam Nelson? I only accept new generation no. references. <laughs> yeah, no. I,
1: Fine, Dink. <laughs> Dink. <laughs> you remember how Dink was an enforcer for Doink?
2: <laughs> Just like okay. <laughs> What if, I have an idea for Doink. What if... Remember when there was the second Doink? Yeah. yeah. What if they had put the belt on Doink, but then the other Doink had another belt that looked just like the main belt, and you didn't know which... Which Doink he, was the Doink? Yeah. <laughs>
0: I mean, they kinda Let's did. get our fucking time machine. We're gonna go rebook 1993. Yeah. <laughs> Doink when Doink was played by
1: Matt Osborne and Skinner, and then these
0: and then these three gentlemen who mastered time travel decided <laughs> to use their powers for the purposes of rebooking WrestleMania Nine. <laughs> oh my god! It was worth it. <laughs> and then they also come to Jakey Hagee. <laughs> Jakey Hakey. <laughs> Ooh. But yeah, Jack Swagger, Jake Hager, whatever you want to call him, in his undefeated MMA career of two matches. <laughs> two against, wins. Against and in one win the Barry Horowitz of MMA. <laughs> in one win, he held his submission in for too long. Yeah. Um, we mentioned this on the podcast before, but uh Our Truth uh actually sings Jake Hager out to the ring, raps him out to the ring uh yeah. when he uh when he when he does MMA.
1: Yeah.
0: So yeah, so it ends with basically a massive beatdown mm-hmm. by uh, the Jericho team. Jericho, yeah. you know, whatever you know, they're going to like uh,
1: the Jericho Coalition. The Jer-
0: oh, there you go. That's a good one. The oh. Jericho Coalition. Yeah. He would actually probably like that.
1: Let's tweet it at him.
0: Let's tweet it at him. Yes. Uh, that would probably probably work. Let's yeah, uh, yeah. Let's let's, let's, get, let's get that going. You should start writing. Please start writing for AEW. It it was a classic wrestling ending. I felt like yeah, it was. A, and I I do think for me this is a good ending for their first show. As much as I thought that some of it was mediocre, okay. We're establishing. We're building our roster. We've got heels and faces. We're building up. We're letting people know. Because that's the delicate ground these guys are having to tread is how do we appease these hardcore AEW fans that have been growing with us over the last year and a half, two years from New Japan, Ring of Honor, all this
2: stuff, but then bring in these new casual And and there's three things I think that wrestling fans really like, which is booking that makes sense, good wrestling, and surprises.
0: Yeah, they do. They like surprises when they're, as we said, done meaningfully. You yeah, know.
1: like like Orn hitting a spine buster. Like yeah. that's a fucking
2: awesome goddamn surprise.
0: That's a moment. It has no real effect on anything, but it is like this great
2: moment, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah like ECW, they'd have all the lights off, and then when they'd come on, there'd be someone in the ring that they didn't even know was gonna be in the company or was in the building. And yeah. BF fans love that shit. Oh, you guys remember
1: God how?
0: damn it, it was so good when like everything wasn't spoiled beforehand. Like
2: oh, I, And I think they
0: could still it's still possible. It still is possible. Yeah,
1: you remember when uh Kurt Angle was supposed to be in ECW, and then that was the night that they crucified Sandman, yep. and he was like, "Fuck this!" Yeah. Uh,
0: well, I don't blame him. Um, so uh, we've all given our <laughs> ratings of the show. We all gave it B's, basically. I don't on your fucked up scale. I don't know what it equates to. Yeah, you uh, gave it a what? Seven point uh, something out of an 8 point 7? <laughs> yeah, I was being a smart ass. Like, I, I no think shit. they got no shit.
2: <laughs> they got to keep dumping, pouring money into it. I mean, they can't, they can't cut off the funding because that's what that's going to do. Okay, so that
0: does bring up a point. Like, you're exactly right.
1: Yeah, they're not going to make money this first year or two.
0: Yeah, and like, so I'm going to need to see Pyro still because I I know Pyro's expensive. I've held WWE just now brought it back because it was one of their most expensive things of putting their shows on. And those big, like, I enjoyed those sweeping shots that they were doing from the ceiling, like the, you know, the big shots of the arena and the, Kind of give me that old feel Of a boxing match Where they, yeah. they pull out And you get like the, Just the guys going at it In the ring They're not going to be able To do that If they don't keep Selling out shows Yeah And so they've sold out Every show Up until Nashville In like mid-November
2: Well and it's their first time In a lot In yeah. these cities So it's kind of like You know When you're starting out In comedy And all your family And friends come Yeah You know They're going to have to Consistently well, know What he, uh, trying to say uh, You know Well <laughs> your family And friends keep coming so, I know they do You're an exception they love you so much They made shirts AEW needs to be The Ethan Sandoval Of wrestling <laughs> Well More reason to get hired By AEW yeah. We will Skype this show From now on what The, whole,
1: your... effing yeah, the, the whole, whole
0: effing show The whole effing <laughs> show
2: Are they headquartered
0: In Jacksonville I'm guessing I wouldn't be surprised yeah. I'll move to Jacksonville yeah, yeah, yeah
2: It has a Florida feel Which you know TNA Florida too So there's yeah. some continued to yeah, well, yeah NXT was in Florida That's right And Florida FSW uh, FCW you know. Yeah. Is that what it was? For the yeah. championship
0: wrestling? Yeah. 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 Um so yeah I was overall like And then Kevin Sullivan Florida The guy that killed Benoit's yes, family Kevin Sullivan Florida <laughs> yeah. Oh and That's Flo Rida he, Flo- was,
1: he was the uh, The Wrestlemania Musical guest Yeah for like 12 years Like
0: <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to my house Here it is again like, like that was the one Hip hop song that Vince Heard and liked
1: Flo <laughs> Rida And Lunchbox Lewis oh.
2: And I bet Skinner rock lunchbox? Rock Bills <laughs> And Skinner was probably from Florida. <laughs> Skinner! Skin, yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and Hulk Hogan. You know. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. So, yeah. Just remember when that guy threw a dog
1: it. in a river behind Hulk Hogan? <laughs> that was great. Uh,
0: and That's in what? Uh, 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 fuck Mr. Nanny? Mr. Nanny, yeah. Uh, there's a scene in Mr. Nanny where... They show it's just like Hogan's riding his motorcycle, and like you just see in the background a guy throwing a dog in a river. <laughs> and there's no explanation. No, yeah, I think Nobody it's, just like, has it's just any a, idea. It's not, a, it's not supposed is. to be in the movie. I, it's just like a guy that was doing that thing. Yeah. Um, what, what's that smell? <laughs> Dookie. Dookie. Oh, <laughs> uh, all right. All right. We need to wrap this silliness up. Some of us got to get up at 6 a.m. tomorrow. Me too. Uh, And uh, so, as always, uh, Mr. Hughes, uh, as we've established, (laughs) (laughs) you are a pro wrestler of note. (laughs) Uh, I'll be honest with you guys, other than like a Raw like two weeks ago, I think this is the first like wrestling I've watched pillar to post because I've just, I haven't had time to like, I've just been catching review shows and things like that um, to to keep up, but I was not uh, displeased with my... It's a very watchable product. Yeah. Two hours. It is a little weird because I'm like, oh, there's plenty of time. I'm like, Oh, no, this is two hours. Like, we're going to get it. This is going to be like over soon. But it is like the perfect length to leave you wanting more. Three is always overkill. Yeah. Three is just too much. Like, Vince McMahon
1: himself said that. Yeah. but When he was talking about the XFL. Yeah. And four is
0: insane. Uh, yeah. When you get started to the pay What about per- six? Yeah. I know. The pay-per-views <laughs> are brutally long. Uh, so Mr. Hughes, uh, other than like playing, uh, uh, being the enforcer for someone for Harvey Wimpleman, being uh, one of the, <laughs> the one, being one of the lost blues brothers. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, th- we're going to put this out. Like I'm putting this out immediately after we're done tonight. So what do you got coming up out there in the world?
2: Um, I know for sure my shows that I put on, uh, October 11th at the Vanguard, uh, n- great show. N- n- go there. Thank you. Uh, Ethan was on my first one. He killed it. It was amazing. Uh, it was it was a great show. I'm f- very proud of it. And so October 11th is the next one. Uh, Heirloom Rustic Ales is I believe October 25th should be the last Friday of the month, uh, 8 p.m. And then I'm doing a uh, Pause on Pearl uh, dog comedy show in I'm October. I'm on that show. And Ethan is on that I'm too. Hosting that. Ethan's hosting it. You can come out and
0: see both of us. Is that because you're the master of puns? Hmm. You're just gonna do dog jokes, jog, dog puns. I am that?
2: doing all dog jokes on that show about oh. my dog. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm just
1: gonna do jokes about fucking a dog.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, it. I'm gonna do that's Ian Sandoval, dog fucker. I just, I'm gonna do the nanny. Man, I really joke. fucked the dog on this one. <laughs> oh boy, the, the one about uh Hogan on the motorcycle, yeah, where he, th- where he threw the dog in the <laughs> lake. <laughs>
0: You're going to hear that one again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I do actually have a dog show. Uh, Ethan, what do you got coming up other than this uh, pause on Pearl? Pause on Pearl. I got that show. Um, then I've
1: also got, uh, uh, Talk Show Incorporated is on hiatus yeah. until the end of October. But uh, stay tuned because there might be some really important updates regarding yeah. that. You got our, a real roast, right? Yes. Our return show, I believe it is October 29th, All is right. the real roast. And it's going to be the real roast of all your favorite horror movie monsters so that's what we're going to be doing we got halloween coming up get that candy if you're
2: (laughs)
0: out there what you look at me for i got no candy i (laughs) I got no candy for you Uh, that's for getting greasy podcast which is where you can catch me uh on the getting greasy podcast here on the sounds tooth network we got a potentially here in probably a month or two a few new shows that are going to debut on sounds tooth so uh (laughs) Gonna get uh, some new new blood out there So be sure to be listening for that uh, I don't know what Ethan is doing He's dancing It's uh, I mean How I, I can't get any more turned on right now <laughs> um, Oh yeah Yeah The uh, world's largest love machine oh, no. <laughs> You'll do anything to drop a Shitty viscera reference <laughs> Anyway guys It's been great uh, having you listen Follow us on Facebook Twitter and Instagram All that fun stuff until next time, we are the we the people.
2: <laughs>
0: That's going to be a real treat for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: was putting real wrestling criticism in there. <laughs> for the real fans.